And welcome back to uh, episode three of the Media Captain Podcast, Jason Parks. And sister Stephanie Parks. The brother and sister duo is back at it again. And it's funny, everybody now that has started listening to the podcast is like, how do you guys actually do business together? It's crazy. And uh, we're best friends. It's yeah, yeah. We, we, we get along well. Um, we Most of the time. We don't, know what time. We, we don't know what we do with that together without work, no. Um, all right, so in this uh, episode three, we are going to talk about a very hot topic right now, and that is uh, selling on Amazon. How to sell your first hundred products on Amazon. Uh, we're just going to do a deep dive into this because we've been there, done that for Durham Warehouse, uh, selling skincare products, and Stephanie is really, she is the master on this. So, um, Steph, why don't you uh, just... I mean, I don't even know where to start, but start off here. Okay, so we're not going to go that much into actually starting to get set up on Amazon. If you type into Google how to start selling on Amazon, you will find a page on Amazon that has the step-by-step -step directions on to, uh, going into how to become a seller. Um, so I'm not going to touch that much on that today. That, that's pretty easy, right? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. easy. It's pretty self-explanatory. They go through it step-by-step. -step. But... Um, once you decide to start selling on Amazon, basically you can you can choose whether to be an individual seller or a professional seller. The difference is, first of all, an individual seller, you pay per item that you sell, I think around 99 cents. Um, and for a professional seller, you pay a monthly fee of 39.99, but you can sell as many items as you want. So, so just to, for people who might not understand, 99 cents per item sold just to be on Amazon. And then are you, is Amazon also taking a cut? I believe product? so. I believe so. Um, Amazon takes fees yeah. from, from every sale. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that is in addition because as a professional seller, we pay the 39.99 per month, but we also pay, um, you know, the commission rate from Amazon. So that's just the honor of having your products on Amazon. Exactly. You're, you're paying a 99 cent, uh, you, you know, either 99 cents or a monthly fee. So for us, as we'll get into it, we, we actually had to pay the $30 fee for $39.99 $39 for eight months. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, keep on going. So to be an individual seller, there's about 20 plus categories that you can sell in. And once you become a professional seller, around 10 or so more different categories open up to you that require that status as a professional seller. Um, basically, just because you're a professional seller, just because you're a professional seller does not automatically mean that you're going to be able to sell in those 10 extra categories. So for example, for Durham Warehouse, we sell in the beauty category. And this category is literally the most impossible category to get approved in. It took us, this is what Jason started saying, it took us six to eight months just to get our approval to sell in this category. And that was getting through all of these different gates. We thought we were approved at a time and then it turned out that there were other things that we still needed in order and, to get the approval. So, and, and one of the really interesting things about Amazon is it's, you know, becoming the largest company in the world. Um, and yet for the seller, the, if you're trying to get approved into one of these 20 categories, you'll realize that the customer service is not great. And you have to be very persistent in order to find the right customer service rep who's going to listen to you, who's going to... If you can find one at all. If you can find one at all. Fortunately, you know, we were able to get a connection there. But um, yeah, I mean, you have to you have to submit invoices and, you know, be able to explain to, explain to Amazon why you think you should get on there. And uh, one of the hardest parts is just getting the right contact there. That's true. 
So um, getting go getting through the approval process that is very tedious, and again, it depends on what category you're in completely. Because you can be selling something that doesn't require any approval, and you're probably like, "What are these people talking about?" I started selling on Amazon in ten minutes, but um, if you oh my, are oh, in, oh my gosh, that frustrated me. Like when when it was like five months in and we couldn't get approved, and then somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I listed my stuff on Amazon and was selling the next day." I was like, I hate you. Yeah, it's it was very frustrating, but the truth of the matter is, is that now that we're in, it was it was worth the hassle and it was worth the hardship because. Well, um, well because once you're, I mean, once you're in, now we're like, okay, we're approved for in beauty, and we know that there's not as much competition as something that might be generic to sell in. Um, so you know, for us, you'll hear if you're going through in what there's twenty. Uh, 20 categories around that are open to everybody and then another 10 or so that require this extra approval. So you'll hear us talking about the gates a lot and you know Amazon opening up the gates and I guess every year, every year and a half they'll, it, it, it's just completely random when, they're, when they'll open those gates but it reminded nobody me. Nobody knows. Nobody knows and it was funny because like when I'd hear that I'd, it would remind me of the story of Moses and you know the sea splitting and <laughs> everybody walking through the gates. The gates are open so we were finally, after eight months, we were able to get approved onto Amazon and... And and that was great, but then all of a sudden we were approved and we were like, oh, okay, well now what do we do? Now we actually have to start selling. And the reason that this is a challenge is because you, you, know, you have to pick a product that is going to be successful for you. Obviously, if you are you know, buying used books or buying things at a discount, which is called Amazon arbitrage, and that's a whole nother topic. Um, if you're doing that, then it's kind of just one-off things that you're finding. But for us, we are having to order inventory of whatever it is that we're selling on Amazon. So you know, we don't want to, right off the bat, make a bad choice put a lot of money and time into investing in a certain product only to realize that that product is not gonna sell well. So that's what we're gonna go through today is how to pick the right product, how to get started, and then how to really ramp up your sales and get to that first 100. So the first step is, of course, choosing the product. And we heard some great advice as soon as we were, as soon as we were getting started. And what this person told us was, that basically start off and just sell something very cheap on on Amazon and, just to get started. And that was the best that was the best advice we got because we were overwhelmed and you really need to establish you know think of it like a restaurant that well they open their door and now how are you getting customers and you have to be you have to be creative in how you do it. So uh, for us we started selling we 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 started selling chapstick. Well, first Jason heard this and he was like, "Should we start selling baseball yeah, cards?" Yeah, I was like, "I have all these baseball <laughs> cards. Let's sell them because I wanted to, what I wanted to do is I wanted to get enough sales where we'd eventually be able to just get approved for FBA fulfilled by Amazon, which we'll go get into in the that. Get in the buy box, things I, like that. Get in the buy box. I wanted to get, you know, seller ratings, all of those important things. So I was like, let's sell baseball cards. And, and I was I, like, Jason, hold on a second. We sell beauty products. We just spent <laughs> eight months getting approved in the beauty category. I'm not selling baseball cards. So we came up with the idea of selling chapstick. And we got lucky because there was a brand that we were working with on our website that we were about to launch on our site anyway. And we decided that this would be a great thing to sell. It, it's it's cheap. The price, you know, was was right for us, and we felt comfortable ordering a good amount of inventory of this, um, you know, without feeling like it was too much of a risk. 
So, but that's not the only key, you know, pick something cheap and sell it. And and, and so not only pick something cheap and sell it, but you have to invest, if you're serious about Amazon, you have to be investing in the long-term future of Amazon. So we're selling this chapstick. We offered free shipping because we wanted to get sales. And that meant that we were losing money on about our first 100 orders. But we were fine with that because we knew that, you know, in the long run, Amazon's the biggest player and is going to continue to gain market share on the e-commerce side. So... Uh, we were fine not being profitable, you know, and essentially investing in our Amazon business. And so that's a big thing is like, don't think right off the bat that, oh, I want to make money. You need to invest in your Amazon brand uh, so you can continue to grow. But okay, so now you're probably thinking, okay, you had this great idea of selling chapstick, but there are about a million chapstick out, chapsticks out there. So how did you know that this one was going to do well? Well, like I said earlier, it's not only the fact that the product was cheap. There's a few other factors that went into our decision to start off with this product. So first, overall, was just the the, the price of the product. It was something cheap. We knew we could. We thought we could um, sell through it pretty easily. People don't have to think that hard when they're buying something that costs them only four dollars. So that was number one. Then after we, you know, kind of picked that, we did some more research into the product. We looked up the the sales rank of the product. Within each category, Amazon ranks how well the products do. And the sales rank, basically, if you have um, a low sales rank, so you're the closest to you know one, let's say, that means you're going to your likelihood of selling products is going to be higher, and you're probably going to be able to sell them faster. Whereas if you have a very high sales rank, if you're in, you know, 100,000 or million, if your sales rank is a million, you're probably not going to be able to sell the products as fast or as easily. Now, every, you know, it's not just that one is a good sales rank and a million is bad. It kind of differs within each category. So you need to do a little bit of research into this. But if you find something that's under 10,000 in sales rank, chances are it's going to sell very well. And continue to tune in because we're going to give away the tools that helped us grow on Amazon uh, because there are tools that will help you research uh, the popularity um, you know, the, 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 the rank, even the profit that you'll make, things like and, that. And even one for uh, obtaining reviews. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned because we're going to hit on about four or five that we definitely recommend, um, you, uh, you know, signing up for. But the way that you, the, the way that you see the sales rank of any product is you log into your seller central. And when you go to actually list a product or add a product to your inventory, um, there is somewhere that just says add product. And then you put in the UPC or you put in the, 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 the product name. And once that listing comes up, it will show you the sales rank of it. So for us, we did this for our chapstick and the sales rank was like 1600 or something, which is amazing. So, okay, there we thought we had a winner. But we still took this one step further. There was one other thing that we wanted to look at before we decided to go ahead and buy, invest in inventory of this product. And that last thing was we we did research on the other people who were selling the product. Now, in the beauty category, we don't set the price. That's one of the requirements of, of you know the brands allowing us to sell and the brands allowing us to purchase from them is that we have to stick to whatever prices the brands tell us to sell at. So we wanted to look at the prices of other sellers to make sure someone or a lot of people weren't selling these products for half as much as us. 
because and that's so I mean price checking is just so important because if you're going to take the time to sell a product and you don't do the research to see that there's other sellers who are undercutting you uh, it's going to be a waste of time well think about it if you you know if you want to buy your favorite sunscreen and you go and you see okay Durham Warehouse is selling my sunscreen for $50 but there's another store on there that's selling it for 25 well our price is the correct price. We are a legitimate authorized seller. The person that you're, the other person selling it for 25 might not be, but chances are you'll maybe choose them over us. So we went on, we saw that nobody else was selling this for lower than what we were allowed to sell it for. So that was really the third key factor in, in us deciding what we were, you know, that we were going to start with this chapstick. So um, we ordered our inventory, we got set up, we listed the product. And then there were a couple of other things that we had to do in order to make sure we started to get sales. Um, Amazon looks at a lot of different things and they take a lot of things into consideration when they are, you know, sh deciding how they're going to show different products, who, what sellers are going to appear where, who has the buy box. Um, getting the buy box on Amazon is a, another category in and of itself and there's a lot that goes into it. But, um, one of the one of the factors is the price that you're selling it, it at. Are you selling at the lowest price? So that's something else. Now, even if you're not like us and you there's you know no one is limiting what you set the price at, you still want to check other sellers because take your your cost of the product into consideration, and you don't want to get into a price war with another seller. And which will end up driving the, the the price of your product down so far that you're you're losing money anyway. Um, so you you really do want to check and make sure that nobody is is really undercutting that. So moving on, you know, you uh, do research on the popularity of a product, make sure that the price is right. Uh, you know, when you're starting out, make sure that you can do a lot of volume. What's really important though is reviews and it was crazy for us when we got on Amazon how it was really hard to make that first sale but after we got that first sale and like the first review came in and what's the plugin that you love Steph? Um, it's a it's a website it's called Feedback Genius. So Feedback Genius and that will help automate a process that will get you reviews but once we got the first review and we had a five star it was just like well volume picked up from there and then once we continued to get more reviews uh, I mean now volume has increased like we mentioned we got we, ha we have over a hundred sales and there is a direct correlation you know people 90% of um, online consumers research reviews before they make a purchasing decision. So if you don't have any reviews, obviously they're not gonna trust you. And let us let me just go into a little bit more detail here. And when Jason says reviews, there's really two kinds of reviews on Amazon. The first is reviews for, for a product. And for us, we don't care about that as much because they're the products that we're selling, they already have reviews from you know many different people. We're not you know launching a new product that we've manufactured ourselves. We are selling products from brands that have already done this. So we're not as worried about the actual product reviews. What we're more concerned with is the feedback for the Durham Warehouse store on Amazon. And this is really important because when you're buying anything, whether it's a $4 chapstick or a $400 or something else, you wanna know that the person that you're buying it from is going to send it to you, they're gonna send it to you fast, their customer service is gonna be good. You wanna know that they're legitimate, you wanna know that, that you can trust them. And the way that you know is by looking at their feedback. 
and by looking at the things that people are saying about them. So as Jason said, as soon as literally as soon as we got our first our first feedback on Amazon of a five, we started seeing more reviews come in. And now I, I'll tell you, it's it's not easy to get this feedback. We use this feedback genius and you know that sends out automated emails asking people to to help us. Another thing you can do is you can put in, you know, something with your package when you're sending it out telling people, "Hey, contact me if you have any problems and please don't forget to to leave feedback for us. It's really important for businesses like us, blah blah blah." Um, but this is something that you'll have to work pretty hard at and don't get discouraged because Well, and that's why that's why we talk about selling a cheap product so you can do a lot of volume mm -hmm. because that's going to help you increase your percentage, your chances of, uh, of getting more reviews just because there's more volume going out, there's more people that are seeing your product and if it's delivered on time, you know, they'll be more likely to, to give you a review. Um, so another thing that you can do to really increase sales is set your price as low as you can. I know we talked about doing research. Um, but make sure that your prices are competitive. Offer free shipping, like Jason said, because people, as we mentioned, are going to choose the products that have the lowest price. And what's amazing, I mean, going back to the reviews, we're talking about this chapstick, and I'm sure a lot of you are like, okay, well, you're not making money on this chapstick. Well, what happened was once we started selling the chapstick, once we started getting the reviews, well, we were start starting to sell. Now, we have other products on Amazon also, and then sales started to trickle in for $25 products, for $50 products, for $199 products. So, uh, the, you know, the strategy of starting small and cheap is, is really a good one. Yeah, just to, to build up that volume. Yep. And then I think one of the last tips we have is that once you find a product, once you find something that's doing well, once you are pretty confident with it and you can invest a little bit in purchasing some inventory, you should start using FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon. Well, and well, yeah, because right now, I mean, we're manually sending out these chapsticks. We're sending out these, you know, forehead patches oh my to, God, to clear it out. And it's like, you know, it's very time consuming. It's a lot of labor. That's the beauty of Amazon is, I mean, they're a uh, essentially let them do all of the logistics for you and fulfilled by Amazon. Um, that's where you send, you have to package it up in a certain way and Stephanie will get into that in a little bit, but you package it up, you send it into Amazon's warehouses and then Amazon's going to ship it out for you. So you essentially reserve some shelf space, some shelf space with, with Amazon and then they'll send that out, uh, they'll send that out for you. And Jason said the, the big benefit is that you can you know, take the take the labor away from yourself and on Amazon. That's only one of the benefits. Another benefit is the only way that you are eligible for Prime, which Prime offers free two-day shipping for its members, is to do fulfilled by Amazon. And so many people have Amazon Prime these days that, that they want that, yeah. that they'll only order if it's FBA because they want the free shipping. They're, right. They're and the free two-day shipping. Exactly. Yeah. They're paying for it, so why not get it? Well and, and the other thing is that you can just do a lot more. I mean there's more likelihood uh, you know, I don't want to say 100%, but I, I, you know, more likelihood of getting in the buy box mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're doing fulfilled by Amazon. So to me, it still blows my mind where I'm like, holy crap, we can just send all of our products to Amazon and they're going to distribute it in all of these warehouses throughout the country. And there's even, ah, what's the name of that process where they, um, they could potentially split up your products. Co-mingling. Yeah, co-mingling. So like for us, let's say this chapstick, well, if another seller has a chapstick in a warehouse in California, they potentially 
could send out another vendor's well, product. But you we, can you can choose whether to do that or not. We are choosing not to do it because we want some of our branding to go along with our products. So we want people to see that their products are coming from Durham Warehouse. Plus, you know, we trust the way that we handle our products. We don't trust, I don't trust anybody else. <laughs> so, um, you know, if, if you're doing that, yes, maybe you can get your products a little bit, a little bit faster. Um, but, you know, there are risks associated with that as well. At least I think so. It makes me nervous. Um, a lot of things with Amazon make me nervous. So I, I literally have you, have... you have Amazon nightmares. I have nightmares. I wake up cool. at least once a week dripping in sweat, <laughs> night, having nightmares about Amazon. Okay, so let's backtrack here. You want to sell your first 100 products on Amazon. The first step is finding a good product. Uh, the second step is making sure that you, you find a product that's relatively cheap so you can do volume. Make sure you're doing research on that product just to make sure that it's popular. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously start selling, try and get reviews. Oh, sorry about that. And uh, start getting reviews on those products. Um, Not on the products, on your own, on yeah. your own store on Amazon. Yep. And then you're going to get to the point where you're selling, you're shipping out, you know, and then you're getting those, you're, you're getting that feedback and then you can get to FBA. And this was always curious to me, like, okay, so how exactly do you get the products out to Amazon? How do you, how do, you do it, Steph? Well, it's, it's actually, they make it really easy. Within your, within your inventory list in Amazon, you pretty much have an option to say switch from merchant fulfilled to switch to fulfilled by Amazon. And if sometimes you'll have to put labels on the products, like for us, we are selling not only one chapstick, but we're selling packs of two, packs of four, packs of six. So, you know, we'll have to put those in bags and put a barcode, which you can create straight through Amazon. In fact, I'm literally going to Staples as soon as I'm done with this to buy my labels. Um, so they make it pretty easy and, and you can find step-by-step -step directions through right through the Amazon Seller Central Help Center. Um, but we can go into that in another it, it, in another podcast as well. And one of the you know interesting things is that like how Steph mentioned, well, I don't want anybody else sending off our product. The reason is because the branding, I mean, you can do a lot of branding yeah. if you're gonna sell your own uh, product. So within each of our chapsticks, let's say that we're sending out, well, there's a business card that has Stephanie's face on it that offers a it just tells them about our website. It tells them, you know, it, it basically tells them my contact information if they want to get in touch with me. Um, and, you know, we, if, if our customers have a problem, whether on our site or on Amazon, we want to be the ones to deal with it. Um, another thing about Fulfilled by Amazon that's a benefit is that if you do it and somebody does have a problem with the product, you know, if something happens in the shipping, Amazon takes the blame for it and, and you're not to blame. Whereas if you send out a product yourself, even if it's, you know, something that happens with USPS or FedEx or UPS or something like that, it will still, the responsibility will still fall on you. So that takes, maybe I will have a few less nightmares. Oh my <laughs> gosh. We, we had a, we had a client of ours that shipped something out, uh, himself, uh, in, in Amazon order. It was completely the post office fault and yet all the blame went on him and let me tell you, Amazon will always side with the customer. They'll never side with the seller. So um, there will be a lot of frustration because you know your customer service has to be absolutely perfect if you have any intention of of selling on Amazon or continuing to sell on Amazon. Yeah, but you know, I'm just very for for anybody listening out there. I'm so 
I mean, I'm so bullish on Amazon just because right now, uh, you know, when a lot of people are starting a search for, um, sh you know, to, to do shopping, I mean, they might start on Google. Uh, a lot of people are. Oh, I read, I read this statistic today. 55% of people start their search on Amazon. So start their shopping search. Shop on, their, their, sorry. their shopping search yes. on Amazon. So 55%. I see that just continuing to grow where it's going to get to the point where it's it's a no-brainer where everybody is starting their shopping search on Amazon. So if you can get in right now where half the people aren't and then you've established a store and you're selling and then it's at 70%, you're going to be in good shape. So Well, well not only that, but if 55% if of people are starting their search there, if you are selling online and you're not selling on Amazon, well, you're missing out on 55% of, of your potential market of people who won't even look at Google won't even look anywhere where they can find your website because they're going straight to Amazon. And, and don't be too proud. A lot of people are just like too proud. Oh, you know, Amazon takes too big of a cut. Well, if you're organically placed on Amazon, it almost offsets the cost of advertising on yeah. Google or another network. So like, look, a big thing for us, which we talked about in, in, in the second podcast is just diversification and getting on different channels. And um, that to us was, you know, at first it was tough to bite the bullet on Amazon taking a chunk of each sale. But then we started to realize that, hey, we're not having to pay for each click like we would on, on Google and we're just diversifying and we're trying to set ourselves up. Our big, you know, our huge mentality for Durham Warehouse is just uh, 20, you know, 2020. By the year 2020, we want to be well positioned via e-commerce through our website, through SEO, through paid ads, through Amazon. And um, Amazon is where we see the biggest opportunity. So when we started Durham Warehouse, all of the sales were initially coming in um, from Google, from our organic, from our PPC, from our Google Shopping, all of those which we hit on in podcast too. If you want to go back to that, but go uh, back to it. Yeah, go, go <laughs> back. But all of the, I mean, it is getting very close to the point by uh, you know Christmas time, 2017. We predict that our sales on Amazon will actually outpace our sales on um, Google, which is amazing because we only started selling on Amazon really two months but, ago. Yeah, less than two months and, ago. And and the, the even more amazing thing is we're only selling such a small selection of products on Amazon right now. And we will, you know, outpace what we're doing on our website on Amazon just with these few products. And that's not even taking into account what we're going to be adding in in the coming weeks and months. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. And, and so we talk about 2020, you know, I, I referenced 2020 and positioning yourself well for e-commerce. And so we are selling other, uh, you know, we're, we're selling other brands from different manufacturers. But one thing that we keep on hearing from other Amazon experts and other people, uh, you know, our clients is that just private labeling um, is going to be huge. And uh, really, that's where you have the best profit margins. The difference between private labeling is that's where you just, you know, uh, create your own product or uh, you don't have to create you your own product. You don't even have to manufacture it. You can find something mm -hmm. and basically you you. You're building a brand around a product, and the product can already exist. So, you know, we know someone who sells those like candles that light up. They're not, you don't light them, they just are, are lights. And there's a lot of people selling that same product, but he has his own label on the product, and, and basically he is selling his brand name. It, well, and, and for us right now, so we're in the process of doing research on different, uh, you know, skincare, sunscreen. Um, uh, essentially private label com companies so we can be have a Durham Warehouse brand um, you know that would be different from all of the the manufacturer brands so that's a big initiative that will probably take place for us at the end of 2017 but you know if you're gonna get on Amazon um, 
I, my, my, my reckon, there, there's no right or wrong answer as to whether to sell products from a manufacturer but um, or just go the private label route. But I do think private label, if you're really going to put the time into it. And, and have well, some, for the long run, we think that that's the best. But it, it also takes work to get set up. Um, now, it's you have to go through the brand registry 2.0, which requires that you have um, a trademark for your brand name. So that is a process that could take a long time. Um, so it is more time consuming and, you know, like we always say, why not diversify and sell products from other manufacturers? Why not sell your own product? And, and you can do a little bit of everything. Um, but, you know, what people worry about is in the long run is that Amazon could cut out wholesalers and resellers and pretty much only allow manufacturers of certain products to sell themselves to, to sell on Amazon. And that is kind of why the private label is is even the safest for the long run. Yeah. And so just to recap, get off your ass, start selling something on Amazon, find something, get a lot of volume, start FBAing it, start getting reviews. And, um, you know, it's going to be a tough first couple months. Uh, but then once you start selling and once it starts getting fulfilled by Amazon and then you're doing all this volume and then you're positioned well in the year 2020, you might look back to this podcast and be like, damn, I'm, I'm glad that I took that, you know, I'm glad that I took that route. Oh, and just one other quick thing before we, before we sign off and before we let you guys go is that, you know, when you, when you do start and you are selling these, these inexpensive products and, you know, not making much of a profit, if any profit at all, make sure you are spending as little as possible on your shipping and on your shipping supplies. We started out and, you know, I was going to the post office and buying envelopes to send them for a dollar. And I was like, oh, a dollar, that's not so bad. But then I ordered them online. I actually ordered them from Amazon and, and we cut that from a dollar to 20 cents. Um, so that right there increased our profit a lot. We, you know, stopped sending stuff out from the post office and we were sending it out through our shipping software. So make sure you're saving on the shipping um, on the on the shipping costs and and the, the supplies, however you can, because that will help, um, especially when you're when you're starting off with these cheaper products. And you won't even if you're FBAing it, you won't even have to. You yeah, won't you even won't have to worry, worry about, about that. that. But if you're just saying it off yourself, and you know, for us on the agency side with the media captain, it's been. Uh, very eye-opening and that's why we started selling you know Durham Warehouse products on Amazon is because we had clients in 2016 who literally had no sales on Amazon all of their sales were on Google and then fast forward to 2017 and they're doing over a million dollars of revenue on Amazon so we knew that it's a channel that we had to get on and we want everybody listening to get on there also so um, yeah that's all we have and um, we love Amazon, we hate it, or we fear yeah, it. It's, so it's, it's a love, it's a love-hate relationship. But uh, yeah, let us know your feedback on this podcast. If you have any questions, just tweet us at uh, the Media Captain, and also uh, follow us on Anchor. Um, we're going to be posting all of our audio content onto Anchor, so um, follow us there as well. That's Anchor.fm/slash/the Media Captain. Peace out.